Content Cube Episode 3, uh, back again. I'm Brian Woods. I'm Jake Mosier. I'm Zach Hollenstein. And uh, we are back at it again. Third episode. Hope the audio quality isn't too bad. Trying out a new setup. Tell, tell them what happened. My other, my, my Windows Surface uh, tablet thing just completely fucked itself. I don't even know what happened. So I'm using another laptop, but there's a fan in this one, and it's too loud. So the fan is, the laptop's under the table. I hope there's not a hum. I can't really test for this very well, because I also forgot my headphones. Apple's calling your name, Brian. They're saying, you want an Apple product. You're Jake Mosher. <laughs> You're Jake Mosher. Who are you? Third one. I'm Zach Constein. Didn't we do this already? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm yeah, we got man, Zach. Man, you are all types of fluster today, huh? I'm very flustered. It's dude. Funny. Did the I, I'm in such a better mood than I was last week, so I'm I'm excited. You know, Fuck my yeah, mood dude. my mood is a little bit better than last week's as well. Yeah, we have something to talk about. Zach isn't sick because he ate fucking soup or whatever. I don't know. I feel soup. Soup helps. <laughs> soup helps. Soup does Absolutely. help. Absolutely. Believe your doctor. I am not mother. not a big fan of soup. I'll be honest. Yeah, this week we're talking about soup. Do you um, get, no, like, do you have recommendations for soup? Because all the soup I have, I'm like, this is pretty boring. I fucking hate soup. Okay. I tried to make a <laughs> stew with my girlfriend once. A stew? It's kind of soup. 1893. Is a stew a soup? I think <laughs> so. Write, stew? write us in at Content you, Cube on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, please. At Content underscore Cube. Let me know what soup is. And if it's a stew. Is, is it like a square? What is it? A square is a, a rectangle is a square, but a square isn't a rectangle. A stew, a soup is a stew, but a stew isn't a soup. It's amazing how the quality of the show has dropped in just our third week. <laughs> These are important questions to be asking, Zach. All right, we have avoided topics such as video games for quite a while because whenever we bring them up, Zach just gets this middle of the room, hundred yard stare, and he just zones out and he forgets the fucking forty minutes of his life. He goes into a fugue state. <laughs> but I have spent all weekend playing Death Stranding. How many hours? Um, how many hours have happened this weekend from Friday at one, from <laughs> how many hours were in this weekend from Friday to now, basically. Oh, wow. Um, I played it basically nonstop and I got a lot of things to say about Death Stranding. First off, do you like it? Um, I love it, Jake. Oh, wow. The, I, the walking simulator has succeeded. I love the game, folks. <laughs> Death Stranding, I love it so far. I'm pretty far in. I'm in like chapter five or something. I Out of how many? I have no idea. Oh man! No, they said that a character. Everything in this game. Uh, I'm, what I'll say about the story is that I don't really like it. Um, in that they really, they they explain every single thing that's happening. They explain every metaphor a billion times, just so they know. So when the yep. game says you're you're halfway, I believe them. You got to take that clarity. Uh, you do, you should not take it for granted. Because that doesn't come in all forms of media, as you're going to find out later. Oh, I know. I've played Metal Gear. (laughs) But uh, So the story is whatever. The characters are weirdly not memorable, despite their great names. Yeah, can you talk about the names? uh, We have Mama. We have Dead Man, played by Guillermo del Toro. Well, his voice actor isn't Guillermo, but his body. His likeness. His likeness is definitely Guillermo del Toro. Mama's played by someone that I don't know. Uh, We have Hartman, who seems to be someone, too. Uh, we have Dead Man, who is Guillermo del Toro. I already said that. We have Die Hardman, who Die Hardman. I don't know who he's played by because he wears a skull mask and the mask seems to be attached to his jaw. I think so it's the, Troy Baker. No, that's uh, that's another man in a oh, skull mask. Then it's Nolan North. That's Higgs. Oh, I know Nolan North. <laughs> that's Drake. No, I don't think. Well, he's Nathan Die Hardman in this. <laughs> no, no, Die Hardman is a black man, and I don't think it's Nolan North. 
It could be, though. He's very versatile. <laughs> he is versatile. Just like Scarlett Johansson. Um, Higgs Particle is Troy Baker's character. He wears a skull mask. And when he takes off the skull mask, he's wearing another mask underneath it. That's great. <laughs> and these characters, uh, basically, like, Mama has already given me her fucking 20-minute promo. And Fragile. Fragile's also given me her 20-minute promo about why she's called this. Have you met Mad Milk- Mads Milkinson's character? Milkinson? Uh, Mads Milkinson. Uh, he Mikkel- appears Mikkel- in a lot of flashbacks, and there was a th- other thing with him. I don't know what his fucking deal is. But the characters... Kind of whatever in this game. Norman Reedus, main character. Uh, the same issue that was in Metal Gear Solid Five with Kiefer Sutherland is we didn't have the money to pay him to do a lot of the lines. So there are parts where they're like, hey, Sam, like the main character, Sam, can you promise me this? Yeah, I just need you to promise. And he just doesn't say anything. <laughs> he says other shit sometimes, but there's just parts where I'm like, Seems like you should be saying something. It seems like this, they want you to have a dialogue here, but you refuse to talk. They, like, max, max out his budget and couldn't get him back in the studio. Like, that seems to be what it is. It's very strange. Uh, but that game? Rules. This is my Breath of the Wild. So, because wow. Breath, <laughs> Breath of the Wild didn't click with you, right? No. I mean, it clicked with me on some ways, but I think I can articulate it better now after playing Red Dead and Breath of the Wild, is that for me, it truly is about the journey rather than the destination. And while Breath of the Wild had all these cool places and cool things to look at, getting there was fine, but it was not what I wanted from a, like going on a journey, you know? But in this game, before every fucking delivery, all you do in this game is deliver shit. Honestly, that is literally the game. Every mission. I've done maybe one mission where it's like not a cargo delivery. <laughs> um, Those sound exciting. And I think that was a dream sequence. Um, but basically... This game is, you're delivering stuff. It takes, I'm going to give the premise that they give you in the first hour. So this is after an event, an apocalyptic event called the Death Stranding. I don't know what happened. It kind of just merged the world of the living and the dead. And now there's ghosts everywhere. And BTs, I, correct? BTs. I think that stands for beached things. Because beach <laughs> is a limbo. It's like a personal limbo for everyone. And the Death Stranding is another, that's a term for when whales beach themselves. A lot of metaphors. Um, so, apocalyptic event, Death Stranding. If a body, if someone dies, and the body is not incinerated in like 40 hours, in like two days, uh, it goes fucking nuclear and <laughs> wipes cities off the face of the map. Uh, okay, so that's that, kind of cool. It is cool. It's I really like cool. That. Yeah, I do like that. It's super cool. Like, if the body needs to be burned, so there's like no killing. Well, whatever. That happens. Um, so, that's kind of where the world's at. And when it, oh, also it rains time. Uh, and that's the justification for why. And the BTs, the ghosts, only come out when it rains. And so that is how, that is why society's so fucked. And there's like nothing here. And it takes place in America or whatever. It kind of just looks like Iceland to me. <laughs> it doesn't look like America at all, which is fine because it rains time. The, the place is eroding. Yeah. If you get rained on, you die. So everyone wears like hoods when they're outside. It's fine. It's a it's an interesting premise. So you said you didn't love the story. Do you like the world building and the, the lore? I don't know if there's been much world building or lore. <laughs> uh, but this is I, disappointing. Oh, I know how much you love lore. Uh, well, listen. I haven't read all the fucking data logs. There's like 400 of them so far, um, and I haven't read the emails. But sometimes they're like, hey, the emails, the emails that you get from characters in this game. So fucking good. The emoji use is like on point. <laughs> There's like this boomer who's messaging you, and he's like, 
oh, like, sorry for the bad news. He's doing, like, the fucking praying emoji. And I'm like, oh, this is awesome. Uh, like, the writing's fine. I just don't have time to read all these goddamn emails. Uh, but yes, the world is very interesting to me. Like, the void out, yeah, when the body is not burned, it voids out. And the size of this crater, guys, it's so big. It's, like, worse than a nuke. It's insane. <laughs> it just gets, like, wiped off the map. And it's very interesting. And I like that. And, you know, the world is fine, but the story, they're just hammering me over the fucking head every time there's a metaphor. They need to make sure me, the fucking idiot player, understands it. So, to detect ghosts, uh, people have these things called BBs, which is bridge baby. And it's a fucking fetus kid in a pod that you attach to yourself, and it powers an arm that can sense the ghosts that people can't see. So that's how you see the ghosts. BBs. BBs. Uh, and the way the bridge baby works, not going to get into it, but that's kind of interesting too. Kind of weird. Uh, so that's basically the world. And the gameplay is just delivering stuff. But the thing that makes the delivery for me so good is that you're preparing. You have like, oh, I need a rope to like descend, and I got ladders, and I got all this shit, and Norman Reedus has like a fucking stack on his, he's carrying it on his back. That's I've like three times the size of him. It's great. You can get like a little robot to carry shit for you. It's awesome. And then, so I'm going on a journey and I'm like, you know, it's great. But the stuff for the game kind of falters for me. And the other thing I love about the journey is there's a multiplayer aspect. Not, you never see anyone else, but their presence is known. Like if people walk on a path enough, it wears the trail. Like you'll see like a trail, like a That's, trail in the woods. I, like, oh, someone was here. I did not hear about that. It's That's great. pretty cool. And like if enough people rest in a spot, it builds like a little rock pile. It's like, oh, this is good resting spot and people can build structures in the world like a like a shelter from the time fall because the the, yeah. the the rain the rain will fuck up your gear uh it like degrades all your equipment i so i have a question to ask because i've seen this on the yeah. internet ask all the zach if you have questions about anything i don't even know where to begin okay so, so i know universe. you said it's very helpful people leave ladders etc yeah. to know where to go yeah. i've heard some people are being absolute jerks and, like, here's a ladder, and then you climb, and it doesn't go anywhere, and then you have to fall to your death. I have not been hit with this yet, because it doesn't pull in everyone's stuff. Okay. But I have maybe built a ladder that I realize, oh, fuck, this doesn't go, or hope this doesn't show up for anyone. Okay. Because it doesn't go anywhere. Um, I mean, if it doesn't get likes, no one will use it. I guess, yeah. Um, yeah, it's all about likes, baby. Every You, you deliver stuff, you get likes, you, other people can like your... Your... Building Your materials. building materials. <laughs> And BB can give you likes sometimes. It's like, oh, BB gave you two likes. <laughs> well, how? <laughs> it's a weird fetus thing. It's not a fetus. It's a very small child. Okay, so some of the questions I have. How is... I know the movement's supposed to be kind of lumbering, but how is it, like... Because don't you have to control... Like, L2 and R2 controls his left and right, like, balance? And... Uh, if your stack is too high, you need to balance yourself. If you, like, hit a rock, you need to balance yourself. Uh, yeah, so that can happen sometimes, and that can be annoying, and you have to, like, brace yourself with the triggers. Is... Is it rewarding enough that all of those frustrating moments are, like, you don't care about them? They don't mean as much uh, for not, how much you care about the it's game? It's not that I don't care about them. It's that it makes it more meaningful for me to get to a place. Okay. You so know, it is really about the journey. Yes. For me, it really is about the journey. And once you get off, like, that first map, you're in, like, the real map. And on that map, there are roads. And you can't, like, okay. you don't choose where the roads go, but, like, there's auto pavers. <laughs> yeah. So, and that's a big group project. Like, people need to put a lot of resources and materials into it, and it builds a road. And this part, this is a part of the game I've, like, obsessed over. Because 
it's such a fucking pain in the ass to get some places in yeah. this game. Like, because the BTs, like... So how's combat? I was going to ask. The, how's the BTs and the humans? The, they become trivial in a way that is, like, obnoxious to deal with. Like, you can kill a BT pretty easy. Right. Pee-pee-poo-poo grenades. Um, the BTs are susceptible to being killed or affected by specifically Norman Reedus's shower water, pee, uh, <laughs> fecal matter, and his blood. These are all turned into grenades whenever you use the restroom or shower. Uh, frankly, uh, the shower water one... For our audience, Zach looks scared, confused, and frightened. I just... I don't understand. Yeah. So, basically... Norman what kind of game are you playing? Norman Reedus is something called a repatriate, so when he dies, he can come back, and apparently this... his. Blood, I do that in every video game I play. Yeah, I know, but like he goes through the spirit realm. Um, so... I guess his blood is important in the lore, and people are like, oh, this blood can kill the BTs. Great. It's the first thing that could ever kill him. His blood specifically. And his fecal matter and all that stuff. I've never used the pee-pee-poo-poo grenades because uh, the blood is just so effective. What do they call in the game? Uh, so the urine is EX number one. Uh, the fecal matter is EX number two, and the shower is EX zero. They're all different colors, you know, kind of the color you'd expect. Yeah. Uh, but the shower water is white, and I genuinely believe that Kojima wanted it to be semen, but they wouldn't let him. <laughs> like, when you think about it, it makes more sense for it to be semen. I'm laughing because this is definitely true. I guarantee PlayStation or someone was like, we, we can't do this. We have to shut it down. Yeah, like it, I think it makes more sense that that would be semen. It's hard to resist all these great transitions into the lighthouse, but I'm just going to let you keep going. <laughs> and that is, yeah. It's so, just so many things. Yeah, and you'll fight uh, mules, and they are ex-delivery uh, men. Yeah, this game is basically like, oh, delivery people are the bravest people in the world. <laughs> so it's basically delivery men who have become addicted to the Oxycontin they get from likes. Because whenever you get a like, Oxycontin is injected into you or whatever, a small dose. <laughs> It gives you that dopamine. And they become addicted to it, so they steal other people's packages. And they become addicted to the idea of having a purpose in delivering. So they'll try to steal your shit. And to fight them, you get like a bolo gun, and it's fine. The combat's fine. But it's still annoying that they're there, because I'm there for the journey, and these guys are just in the fucking way. Zach, you seem to have a question. I actually have a question. Do you have a question or um, no? I guess... Uh, so this... Is this a story game? Uh, there's uh, in the first hour I played for maybe ten minutes. These cutscenes are so fucking long. Yes. It's okay, a story so we've been talking about, but it seems like this is open world. By the way, you're yes, describing absolutely. it. Yeah. So it's a story within an open world. Yeah. I've never heard of such a concept. You're lying. I thought there was all games had like online. No. Like, Horizon Zero Dawn, open world, amazing story in my opinion. You played? Oh, I guess you didn't play God of War. The new God of War is open world. It's, yeah, it's. Not, Call, it's called like closed open world. What do yeah. people call it? I guess I'm not describing this right. I know. I know open you world. You mean on, you mean multiplayer? Yeah. Here's th- the I thing. mean like there are online other people playing in your campaign. No, you never. In your story. You don't see people, but their effects are there. You know what I mean? Like they'll build a structure and it'll appear in your game. You won't see people driving around on cars or bicycles. Or so it's like to give it to you, Zach, Simpleton Gamer, Zach. It's like if okay, <laughs> non-gamer. Was a, it was. Whoa. If, it was. If you're, let's say, you're playing Uncharted, and you could have other uh, people who played the game drop ammo. So, like, let's say you came into a corner and it was ammo. It's like, oh, ammo from my username Hawkman. Yeah, I oh, hit wait. square. Yeah, and That's you exactly could like it and pick it up, and you would know it was from me in the game. 
you don't ever see me, but I was present in yeah. the same scene. Imagine. I, I love that you guys have to explain video games to me through like Uncharted <laughs> yeah. like terms. One of the like, only games you. Let's played. say that this is Uncharted. Right? And I'm like, okay, I, I know what we're talking about. Imagine. Now. I can tune into this. Imagine every character is in a separate multiverse, and some of the stuff they build is it's like carried over into another universe. Gotcha. How so, common is this among current games? Because this is something completely new to me. Journey's kind of started it. Journey kind of did it, but you Journey? Oh, my brother sucks that game's dick so hard. It's a great <laughs> game, dude. It's a, no, that's kind of different because you just kind of run into people. There was one game I kind of remember recently that had this, but it's not a super common thing. And so the road thing is that you're building a road and getting to a place can be so difficult with a vehicle because the rocks are in the way so you just have to fucking walk. But once the highways are there, like in my game we've built a highway across like half the map in one direction. There's like you can they can go in other directions. That's awesome. But it's great and I'm just like, "Oh man, this 30-minute trek has turned into a 3-minute trek and I can bring a truck and have so much stuff." Yeah. Okay, so this leads in and a lot of reviews it said um, it gets fun past the first 10 hours. Yeah. First when does this road is this come in around the 10-hour mark? So, is that why? Well, basically, in the when you first start the game, you're on, like, one map. And then after certain points, like, okay, time to go to this other place, like, across, okay. like, further in the country. And then that seems to be where the rest of the game takes place. Okay, so, like, the environment changes. Yeah, like, the map Makes changes. it fresh again. Like, yeah, and you okay. can go back to the first map, but it doesn't have any of the road stuff or any of that. Oh, okay. Got it. And there's also, like, zip lines that have started. Like, they introduce zip lines, and they're not, like, zip lines. It's, like... Think of like a thing you hook up to and it yeah. just zips you to another place. So that's another way for people to build like freeform roads. Like I'm, instead of like a road that's like pre-constructed, it's like, oh, like this just like basically zips you from one spot to another. And that's really useful. I'm excited to see, I don't know if it'll be next week, two weeks from now, when you finish the game. Because I've heard like he is Zach talked about the plot. The plot is very front-loaded and back-loaded. They put a yeah, lot at the front I and then it's like a lot of walking mm-hmm. and a little bit of story. And then the end is just like a three-hour crazy yeah conclusion so i am again the story isn't really what i'm here for yet maybe they pull it off but like this game really is what i wanted from breath of the wild because one of the things i thought about in breath of the wild i'm like man like what if i had to sit down and cook and what if i could cook anywhere right Mm. you don't cook in this game but it's like oh like his stamina is low like sit down like he'll stretch his fucking shoulders you can make him take a nap (laughs) And I'm like, these are the little touches, like the little intents in a game that I'm like, I like this. Can you pet the dog in Death Stranding? I have not seen a single fucking dog. There's no living creatures. The rain hit him. That seems to be the internet stipulation these days for for games that we're allowed to like. Are you allowed to pet a dog in the game? You can shake the baby. Sometimes BB gets fucking pissed, like I'll eat shit or I'll get to, or a BB or a BT will grab me and he'll just start screaming. And it comes out the DualShock 4 because the DualShock 4, the PS4 controller, has a speaker in it. No, it has a speaker in it. I don't know if you know this. Oh, I'm aware of that. Yeah, and it, it yells at me through the controller and I'm like oh my god shut the fuck up and then I have to and then I have to look at the baby I have to oh I have to look at the baby once I'm safe and he's still screaming and I have to soothe the baby and it used to be I had to shake the controller but I was shaking him too fast with the controller so I changed it to a different button okay which you're allowed to do but basically you're just like oh yeah calm down and then he's like all right someone looks happy and then BB fucking air bubbles come out of his mouth shaped as a heart and then you put him back on your body um <laughs> Okay, so That's I have great. one final question. Is it fun? For me? Yeah. I, I don't know. For me? Yeah, <laughs> for me, I, I mean, there's a sense of satisfaction that comes after, like, I trek across a mountain or I go over a mountain through, like, 
use of like have you got to the snow part yes was I just that fun because i heard some people that's when the game completely lost that i heard the snow part gets worse as oh, i go on okay. but i've been through the snow and i don't hate it but i mean it does take out a lot of the stuff like the vehicles they don't work anymore because it's a fucking mountain like it's a steep alpine <laughs> mountain with peaks and valleys and you have to start using the zip lines that the people have laid down and stuff like that and i don't hate that because i do enjoy the walking like yeah putting a rope and like going down a mountain how much does the sense of community affect how much you like this game because that's honestly the oh, most huge. appealing thing to me is like i think the idea of finding other people's stuff be like wow like this made it so much easier like it move on and it's, like building a road together that's a cool idea it's huge for me the road thing was huge like when i when it starts raining and i'm like oh man someone put a time fall shelter here and it's playing music <laughs> you can upgrade it like most of the music in this game is from one band uh, low roar and like when you're getting close to a destination sometimes it'll start playing and it's like very good like folk walking music mm-hmm. like you know like <laughs> yeah i, I know slow. i know what folk mu- I not can like imagine. folk but it's like indie folk like the slow like longing music and it's great music i'll probably put it at the end of the show that music's really good and you can customize like every structure you can upgrade to play music out of or have a hologram next to it. And this is the same engine that Horizon Zero Dawn was on. Uh, so some of the holograms that you can put next are like Horizon characters. Including those giant fucking giraffe things. So one time I was coming over a bridge and I saw one. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm like, oh fuck. Like what? But Because it, it doesn't look like a hologram. And, and then I got closer. I'm like, oh it's not real. I thought I was about to die. <laughs> I thought this thing was about to kill me. Um, but yeah, I mean, the community element is huge for me. Like building those roads, like... I'll put down a zip line. It'll, it like, it's hard to describe, but you, you put down the zip line. It looks like a football goalpost thing to okay. kick through. What I played a couple years of football. I don't know what that is. Um, <laughs> it looks like that. And basically, like, if there's another one of those within 300 yeah. meters that with a line of sight, it will connect to it, and you can zip between it. And when you put one down, and like two other people's things connect to it, it's like, oh my god, I just built like a new link. I just like. That's cool. Put a gap. I just like fixed a gap in this. You're path. selling me on it, Brian. You are. I like put a gap. I fixed a gap in this path. You know what I mean? Yeah. But again, like it's system after system. Like you got to put a fucking ladder across a river. If like you, you know, in a lot of games like Batman Vision, like, yeah. It's like put it th- put out the pin. Yeah. It's fucking like maps the entire area. It's like okay, this put, like the blue dots mean you can walk on it. Like this means you can't. Like red, you can't climb. I love that stuff in Batman. Oh, it's, it's detective mode? Are you referring to detective oh, mode? Oh, every game has it now, Chief. I know. Last yeah. of Us had it after Batman, and yeah. then I was... Man, yeah. those so, are so fun. So, wait, which Batman games did you play? Uh, the first two, Arkham's. Arkham City is an open world of the story. I guess not other No, people. see, that's what I meant. I, I, I misspoke. Yeah, I know, I know I've, I've, I've played like open world games. I meant, oh, okay. like, a story mode that's also with other people interacting with you. Yeah. Like I guess technically people. Destiny would be that, but its story it's isn't way good. different. Also, did not play Destiny. And it's... That's a di- but like I know I know why you were confused, but you don't see other people. Uh, I watched a gameplay demo a while ago, and you can go in a hot spring, and BB like hangs out with you in the hot spring. He can't leave the pod. Uh, but if you the the touchpad, the fucking useless button on the PS4 controller, you hit it, and Norman Reedus will yell out "Hello" or like "This fucking sucks." <laughs> and if if another player is in that location at that time, they can yell like, back. Th- they'll they'll you'll hear like. It'll be like my. It'll be like my name's Sam, and then it's like, my name's Sam too. It's like weird. <laughs> That's too. awesome. Or it's like this fucking sucks. It's like suck it up. Or like, and if you're in the, uh, if you're in a, a hot spring, he can like sing, and then maybe you'll hear someone else sing with you. It'll be like a duet. That's, it's cool shit like that. That's <laughs> like you're selling me on. Like you do Crazy. see like other, and 
in the storage containers, like you can build like a storage container and you can put stuff into the community chest. So community it's like chest. Like like if you put something into that locker and someone else goes to that locker and it's in like the community part of the mm-hmm. locker, like they can take it. And if you find someone else's lost cargo, because again, it's all about cargo. Let's go back to that. It's all about fucking cargo. So when I eat shit, when like someone knocks me out and like steals my stuff, that becomes lost cargo after a certain amount of time. Like once I've given up but on someone it, someone else can and get someone it. else can grab it, and they can put it in a storage container that's like not the destination. So it's like, oh man, everyone's like working together, like putting this chain together. Like they found it in the wild, they put it into a container, and then someone grabs it from the container and finishes the delivery. Do you believe it is a metaphor for the state of our nation right they now? They literally, a- they literally say like, oh, we've become so divided. I'm like, yeah, there's no fucking infrastructure anymore. Um, but uh, <laughs> but it's all about like, yeah, we're connect. Like, oh, uh, so it's it, yes. What it you're is. doing is literally like doing a delivery, taking it to a place, and they're like, hey, can you put me on the super internet? And then you put them on the super internet, so they're connected to the other settlements, and then that zone becomes a place where other people's stuff can appear. So when okay. you're going into a new zone, that the other people's stuff are not known. Like you don't see any other mm. people's creations. So it is literally like we're reconnecting America. Okay. We're building. We're putting strands across the country, bringing it together. It's it's a strand system. The game. main character is Sam Porter Bridges. He's building bridges. The name of the company he works for is Sam Bridges. Sam Porter. Yes. He, he's a porter. That's his job. I don't know why his name is this. I don't know why he changed his name to his job and the company he works for. Um, and then the president of the United States um, is named uh, Bridget. So Bridget <laughs> uh, Strand. <laughs> I saw a joke that was, there was an article this week, Kanye wants to name himself Christian genius billionaire. Yeah, that's and someone right. said he found his destiny name. Yeah, like that's fucking, like everyone is named... Something insane like that, like mama and baby, and it's weird. It's great. <laughs> Brian Podcaster. Yes, like it's very Die Hardman is. It's never not funny to me when Die, Die Hardman is like your guy, like he's like your contact, like he's your boss. He's like, oh, great work, Sam. <laughs> and other thing is like the boundless optimism. Like even when you fuck up a delivery and that cargo gets like wrecked, and you deliver it to a guy, he's like. Man, this is fucked up. Are you okay? Like, what did you run out to? Are you Aww. okay, dude? He's not cared about the cargo. He cares yeah. about you. Yeah, and like some people, like, oh, this will pass for professional work. But as you build a connection with them, you get to three stars and like, oh, here's a hat. Now you have a hat. I'm like, oh, this is great. This is great. I really enjoy that game. Uh, I'm glad. Again, it is my breath of the wild because those games are all about the destination, I guess, yeah. more than the journey. And this is all about like planning out a journey. Is this your game of the year so far? Maybe, okay. maybe, maybe. I don't know yet. Ooh. Another something that did happen. They gave me a fucking gun, and it's a lethal gun. And I'm like, what happens if I kill somebody? I think they. Okay, so I mean, like, there's no way. Like, if you I, if you kill someone, can you sit in real time forty eight hours and then sit there when it happens, or will the game prevent that? There's like okay, every time something. Because <laughs> I would. Every time it's like, oh, you're transporting a nuke, and I fuck up, and it blows up. It's like game over. So I just oh, assume okay. I immediately have to grab that person and take them to an incinerator or something. I haven't killed anyone yet, uh, but you certainly can. Uh, and they see here's where this is like my final thing. The game feels like it wasn't confident enough to be just a pure delivery game mm. because that's what I wanted. But there's these enemies, and I'm like, okay, the enemies are fine. I dispatch them with like a you, bolo. You gun. wanted a pure delivery game. Well. You no. wanted to be just a UPS man in a post-apocalyptic you world. You ever played Farming Simulator? He wanted no. UPS Simulator. Yeah. So, okay. I don't play any simulators. Here's the unless thing. you count a Madden franchise. <laughs> Here's the thing. The combat itself isn't that good. 
So there's that. And it feels like it's an afterthought because this game was literally, it's like about bringing people together and they're just in the way of my journey. And then I'm like, okay, there's bolo guns. And the combat is kind of fun, but it's not great. And it is just in the way. It's like a nuisance. And I'm, okay, I'm shooting with bolo guns. I'm punching them to death. And like, you hit someone, you grab their fucking suitcase and you smash it into their head. And I'm like, that's fine. And then they gave me, it's like, Oh, this is an assault rifle that shoots rubber bullets. I'm like, oh God, fucking damn it! It's like, like Batman in Arkham Knight with his rubber bullet tank. Yeah, it's like has. it's like God, like this game couldn't commit. I love that. <laughs> this game couldn't commit, and I the BTs are fine. I just wish they weren't so easy to deal with. Yeah, because uh, they aren't easy to deal with. But like once you know, like if you're determined, it's like oh, I can just like pave my way through. Here. Would you rather have them been something that you completely couldn't destroy, like? No, you cannot beat them. You have to walk around them. Maybe a little bit harder for okay. me to do. Like, you have to... Like, a BT, it is an invisible monster thing. Mm. And you can only see it when you stand still. And, like, there's, like, a little, like, arm, like, that the BT is, like... That the baby is, like, powering that, like, claps in the direction of a BT. And you kind of just need to do that. And it is, like, terrifying. And, like, they can't see you. They can only hear you. Yeah. So it is, like, an effective, like, horror thing. You know, it is, like, tense and creepy. Yeah. And, like, the longer I stay here, the more my cargo's getting fucked up because it's raining on it. And that is tense. But even once they grab you, even once they fucking pull you into the tar and, like, take you 100 meters away, and the tar, like, a whole area, like, it's yeah. covered in tar, and then a big fucking whale or a lion, like, a big scary fucking lion thing chases after you, they can't fucking kill me. I'm like, oh, what happens if I die in this game? And it took oh, too long. You, oh, okay. I died eventually. I've started dying a lot recently, but for a while, I'm like, <laughs> it doesn't matter because, like, yeah. I can I can easily escape. They it's, don't feel threatening. It, it takes a lot of resources to kill it. Mm. I've done it, but, like, getting out of the tar zone is not bad. And once I'm out of the tar zone, BTs don't spawn there for a while. So it's basically like, oh, if I'm speedrunning this game, I would. it's probably, probably beneficial to be caught immediately. Yeah. And just, like get rid of the BTs in that area by escaping. But I am really enjoying that game. I, I think I'm going to finish it. Depends if I can get there before Pokemon. Because Pokemon's next week. I know. I'm excited. But I am really enjoying this game. I am intrigued. I've heard it doesn't really like follow through with its story or like offer any major revelations, but the community and delivery aspect is enough for me. As of I'm, now. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Speaking of uh, things you enjoyed... Zach (laughs) (laughs) I was just listening to Brian talk about Death Stranding there was a few moments in it where his thoughts on the game things he brought up about it just I couldn't help but think about the movie I saw today uh, The Lighthouse Um, like for example uh, at the beginning when Brian was talking about how everything was just so clear and every metaphor was just so obvious, and he knew what was going on the whole time. Okay, I didn't understand what's happening in the world, but I knew what he was trying to say. Either way, that's the exact opposite of watching The Lighthouse, when you are just baffled. It's just baffling, like, how confusing it is on terms of, like... Yes. Not, like, the plot itself is hard to follow, because the plot itself is simple. Yeah, plots... It's just, like, in a given moment, what is happening? Like, what are these characters talking about? What are they... What are they doing? I needed a character to look at me and say, this is what this means. Let me tell you. <laughs> and that didn't happen, really. Because for you, Brian, do you know the plot at all? No. The plot is two men are sent to a lighthouse to keep for the lighthouse. Let's not do spoilers. I won't. For four weeks. Um, 
let's just say they end up staying there for more than four weeks. Uh, time gets a little lost. Um, they get a little lost in their a little heads. Bit. A and, little bit. And um, things ensue. But they there's a lot to do with mythology that they're that whoever the writer director Robert Eagers is trying to tie in that I don't know about personally, so I didn't understand any of it. Um, I I don't I don't know where to start. I mean, I'll I'll start with something positive about it. I've never seen like such a just where each a movie where each shot was just so perfect. Like each like it was visually as a piece of art, it's a great, very very impressive. Like the cinematography was like awesome, and like there are like like countless times in the movie where I was like like what I was seeing. It's shot in like square aspect ratio, like which I didn't know. I was shocked. I walked in the theater and I was like, oh. Because it looks like a box. And I was like, this is weird. And then the person in my theater walks up, grabs the curtains, and pulls them in. I thought, like, the screen was going to, like, expand because it does that movie sometimes. Did not. It was it's Finally a film for the Instagram generation. <laughs> <laughs> We've made it. Um, we made it. It was, uh, but yeah, each shot is just beautiful. I mean, it's a shot in all black and white in case anyone who doesn't know what we're talking about at all. Uh, but, yeah, it's all in black and white. And it's just such, like... Every shot, the shadows in every shot, like so many silhouettes, so many, just like where half the face, so many shots where like half the face is covered, but it's like with shadow, and it's just, it literally looks like each frame could be like hung up in an art gallery. It is a very pretty movie. Um, the, the acting is also awesome, uh, especially especially like Willem Dafoe is just like they have like each character has like some like continuous like one long take monologues that are like in this like old English like pirate talk I, so like kind of hard to decipher but like also they're very impressive but they're just kind of hard to decipher. I didn't just want we talked a little bit about metaphors. I would have loved a corner of the screen to like pop up like pause movie. Here's explanation of metaphor. Also would like subtitles. There is a lot like their accents are really thick and they get quiet Sometimes, and I did not know what they were saying. Especially Willem Dafoe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I kind of assumed it would be like that going in, having seen The Witch, which is completely an old English, um, like, like, James, like, like, Pilgrim yeah. time talk, pretty much. Um, and I mean, it, I remember the first time I saw that in theaters, I was kind of struggling to follow it a bit. Not, not really as much as I was with this one. Because the story in The Witch is pretty clear. Uh, there's not really any point where you're like, what is happening? That's that's what was so weird for me for this movie was, I like we talked about, the plot itself is pretty simple, and I understood it from start to finish. And they, they do, towards the end, deal with more like, oh, is this happiness, or is this fake? Is he uh, hallucinating? But it like it wasn't, to me, I didn't care whether it was real or not. Like, that was my... <laughs> right. I mean, I still, honestly, I'll come out and say it, I... I liked it. I liked the movie. It's just... Yeah. It left me with so many... I don't even want to say questions, because it's not like I... I, like, I, I don't even... I feel like there were questions, but if, like, if this makes sense, I feel like I didn't deserve answers. Like, I, I don't know what message it was trying to get across, and I frankly... I'll be honest. I saw this movie Thursday night. I haven't had a very busy weekend, and I spent no time reading up on it. Like I didn't really care what the message was hidden. <laughs> I mean, I might read something on it because I just saw it today. But, I mean, 
You're right. Yeah. I mean, I don't really the, know. The performances if it was are good. To say it's a it's a pretty film. Um, it it does it does ramp up the tension pretty well. Um, I think the climax is almost great. I think I like. I wish it would have leaned a little more into its weirdness, but you don't know whether it's real or not. So um, there are definitely parts I liked a lot, um, especially towards the end. Um, like things you don't know what that are real or not. Like when it gets like the things that are like definitely not like you would think not be yeah. real. Like those shots are the best, uh, especially like with Robert Pattinson has like. I mean, it starts off pretty early on. You you don't know if he's hallucinating yeah. or not, but he sees things that are like unsettling in a cool way. I guess this this isn't really a spoiler because it happened very far in. There's one scene in which Robert Pattinson. I guess it is a spoiler. I guess I won't say anything. Oh man, uh, I, wish I, we, I wish we could what get a tease. Maybe 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 another time after the movie's been out for longer. <laughs> Brian, you like you got do, something to say. Can we do time codes? Can we do a time code? Can we do a time code and then jump into spoilers? We, we could can... say, right now, folks, we are going to go into spoilers for The Lighthouse. And if you have an issue with that, check out the podcast description. Because I don't know when this conversation is going to end, but I will in the future. There we I'll go. I'll know. If you don't I'll, want I'll spoilers in... for The Lighthouse, best fuck off right around now. <laughs> Skip to the time code I put into the podcast description. Okay, so the scene I wanted to bring up Three, was... Three, <laughs> two, one. Robert Pattinson beats the absolute shit out of a bird. He's told specifically... <laughs> he's told specifically... Willem Dafoe's character's like, don't fuck with the birds, they will ruin our lives. This bird won't leave him alone. He, like, keeps attacking him. So Robert Pattinson grabs the bird and just slams it, probably hits it against, is it's like the, just like, like a piece Wherever of, they, like, keep the water. Yeah, he hits it against the well 45 to 50 times. This bird is obliterated. Like the shit out it's of blood it. It's blood is going the everywhere. Like, there, there are scenes that are phenomenal. That scene's great. The scene where they get, they get drunk a lot, but where they get uber, uber drunk and they're, like, singing, then they almost kiss, and then they fight instead. It, this is it's almost in a like the film teeters on being an erotic film like it it goes a little over teetering a few times do you see his dick no he, oh, he jacks off a lot but you don't see it okay who jacks off a lot? Uh, Robert Pattinson so okay. if you're really into him I think they infer that Willem Dafoe also did at one point and it kind of like leaks right in front of Robert Pattinson yes like he's like Robert Pattinson's well, below uh, well, Willem Dafoe and he hears it and then like something like drips through the crack right in front okay, of him. So this How is, much nut can I mean? <laughs> so, okay, so then I think this is a good time to bring up things we hinted at. Willem Dafoe is in charge of being in the actual lighted part of the lighthouse, the light that's turned and spun. And Robert Pattinson's character, so Willem Dafoe is like the boss. Robert Pattinson's character is not allowed to be up there. So the whole movie kind of revolves around Robert really wants to know. Uh, his name is, uh, oh, it starts with W, and then he changes it. Is Will, Willow? Something. Will. Will draw sign like something that. Something like that. Then you find uh, out his real name Will, is Thomas. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but he really wants to be, see what's in the lighthouse. What is so special up there? Because at one point he looks up there and Willem Dafoe's like naked, pressed up against the glass. And the other times he go up there, he's jacking off into the light. He sees tentacles in the lighthouse going around. Ooh, it's bizarre. So then, then at the end, this is the end of the movie, which and then we can give our opinions on it. He ends up killing Willem Dafoe's character due to maybe insanity, maybe he has justified reasons to do this. He gets to the top of the lighthouse, he stares into the light, and it basically burns his eyes out. He screams, which was the most... The audio design in this movie is incredible. It is the most my ears have ever heard in a movie. It's like they took... If we took our mic gain, turned it all the way up, and I just screamed into the mic, it was terrifying. And so he, like... His eyes get blown out, and then he wakes up. I don't know. 
Yeah, I didn't, I don't, I didn't I don't, love the He ending. falls down the stairs, and then he wakes up he outside. He Wakes up outside, like, naked with, like, the seagulls, like, eating out, like, eating his skin. Yeah. And, and that's, that's pretty much movie. how the movie ends. And I... I mean, it's visually, uh, like, <laughs> it, was just, it was really interesting, just story-wise. I just don't know. I don't know I what happened. Yeah. I mean, it's a movie that I definitely don't ever want to watch again, but I think, I definitely think it was impressive, and I think I liked it for what it was. Yeah. Definitely don't, not going to call it, like, a masterpiece of horror or anything. It's, I wouldn't even call it, it's, it's a thriller, if even. Like a it's piece, almost like, like a period piece, yeah. piece with weird hallucinations. Um, Willem Dafoe's character farts a lot. A lot. It's a big part of the film. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, I'm trying to think of other notable... There's a book... Okay, what was in the book? Willem Dafoe's character writes in a book... Um, oh, and then Robert Pattinson gets mad about it? Yeah. Pretty much Willem Dafoe was like keeping a log, I think. I think it was like his log of like their weeks they spent there and like observations about Robert Pattinson's character and like... He was, like, Robert Pattinson saw that pretty much Willem Dafoe was bitching about him and then, like, even suggested that he be, like, docked of his pay or have his pay cut off completely. So, obviously, Robert Pattinson did not take kindly to that, and that's kind of when things go really, really crazy between them. But Yeah. um, Yeah, all right, I guess my overall take, good, don't ever want to watch again. Yeah. It's got parts that work well enough to make the movie overall seem worth me seeing it. If you're into, if you don't like artsy films, I would say this is like the definition of an artsy film. Don't see it. Um, if yeah. you like Robert Eager's, you like The well, Witch. I think oh, it's, yeah. rec- it's I mean, worth recommending. I think The Witch is definitely way better, but because um, I think that worked story wise, visually, all of all of that was, I've all of The Witch is great to me. Um, this didn't quite hold up to that uh, standard, I don't think, in my eyes at least. Yeah. So if you see it, uh, tweet us us. Let us know what you think. Um, Zach, do you want to talk about your movie next or my movie? Because we each got one. Well, yeah, we, we both saw two movies. Can we take a break real quick? Yes, yeah. we may. Epic. Break time. Hey, break time's over. All right, so everyone saw a movie this week except me, and apparently they saw a fucking lot of them. So we got Jojo Rabbit and The Terminator? Terminator Dark Fate, baby. All right, let's talk about it. All right, uh, Jojo Rabbit, just kind come of out, come out right and say it. Best movie of the year. There, it's out. It's out there. Okay. Do you think there's going to be a movie that's better than it? Man, I don't know. That Rise of Skywalker trailer is pretty fire. Right, that movie's still coming out. Knives Out? Knives Out is getting a pretty good write-up, and I don't think it's a secret to anyone that I'm a big Ryan Johnson fan. Yeah. (laughs) I dropped the coin on the table. Brian made a scare face. We don't like the audio picking up coin drops in here. Yeah, we spent like 30 minutes before the show trying to fucking... Figure out the laptop audio. Yeah, tweeted me angry things that I dropped the coin. I'm sorry. No, it's not a big deal. Continue, Zach. Not, not everyone can fuck up egregiously sometimes. <laughs> egregiously. <laughs> it's okay. Okay, so I saw obviously. T- 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 let, let me just let me just help what you out there, name? buddy. Uh, you have anything let me throw us? you a life preserver. No, here. I have questions for him. All right. Okay. I mean, let me. Okay. Well, let me go back to what I just said. Okay. okay. I probably enjoyed Endgame more because I'm a fanboy. But if you kind of strip away the fanboy, like, just complete blind adoration of everything in Avengers Endgame, like, for a non-Marvel fan who hasn't invested that much, Jojo Rabbit's a better movie. Jojo Rabbit is about as perfect as a movie can be, I think. I mean, it's it's pretty awesome. Go ahead with your question. Okay, so Taika Waititi, I got his name. There you go. Um, Directed Thor Ragnarok, but... 
also directed What We Do in the Shadows. How did you feel about that movie? Or did you not see it? His other movie. What We Do in the Shadows? Yes. I didn't see that one. I saw Boy. It was the other Taika Waititi okay. one I saw. Did you like Boy? I liked Boy. Yeah. Okay. I, I thought it was really well done. I wasn't really a funny. huge fan of the comedy What We Do in the Shadows. I don't know if it's just not my type. So I guess I can't ask now. I was going to see if it was if you like love that movie because you also love Jojo Rabbit. Do you think the comedy is pretty applicable to everyone? Like everyone would find it funny or is it in a, Jojo Rabbit? Or is it a certain kind of weirdness? It's definitely uh, got some pretty straightforward I mean, okay. just funny okay. stuff. But I mean, it's also a lot of it's kind of like, I don't know how to describe it, kind of like off humor. I don't, I mean. Did the balance between, obviously it's, a, it's about. It's a pretty Hitler. serious topic. So that's why the humor isn't usually, yeah. sometimes it's, you kind of just have to find humor in things that are like not funny, but he makes them funny, yeah. but not in a disrespectful way, just kind of in a satirical way. Did he balance the drama and the comedy well? Very well. Okay. Very. It's not just a straightforward comedy at all, uh, like the trailers would make it seem, even though you know it's a serious... <laughs> the trailers make it look like it's a pretty whimsical throughout movie, but I mean, there's some tense moments, and there's some like pretty... I mean, there's, just, there's some sad moments and thought-provoking moments. It's just a really uh, complete movie in terms of like its range and it but it, it doesn't feel like an odd mix at all like it mixes together very seamlessly um it's i think it's just really well written it's really just a testament to how good the script is and obviously everyone in the cast is awesome too i'm glad you liked it i probably gonna go see it this week now i think everyone should go see it this week a movie that i don't think everyone should see but if you really like terminator you should go see it hey that's um, me i saw a terminator dark fate this weekend um, it's fun. One um, of the 13 people. <laughs> not many Apparently that movie's busting pretty yeah, hard. Um, yeah. and it's, and it luckily doesn't set up for a sequel. It definitely has the potential of a sequel, but, um, my short highlights, Linda Hamilton back. She's great. They kind of write her pretty one note, but she's pretty funny. Um, Termin- the, the Terminator, Arnie, bring him back. He's great. Very funny. Um, those two are definitely the highlights of the movie. I think... It's a pretty badly written movie, um, and not like the the plot is fine. Um, the villain, the new, uh, I think is the T T nine. I don't know what he is. He's awesome. Um, the action sequences are awesome. The dialogue's not great. Um, the new like main female, and I love Mackenzie Davis, but the dialogue they gave her in the new character and their character development isn't great. But it's fun. The action is really cool. It's directed by the dude who directed Deadpool, so um, action is pretty damn similar to that actually so have you seen all the terminator movies i watched that's the only reason i actually was excited to see it i watched one and two for the first time like two weeks ago so this movie retcons three four and five i i have not seen three four and five but i can say that no reference to them to made completely references to one and two okay i'm a big one and two fan yeah and obviously i mean three gets a bad rap i like three but i don't mind them retconning three um so me a Terminator fan, um, so you're saying that it'll it the action holds up like in terms of like what came before. It's just the story isn't quite as fresh. Yeah, uh, the action is different because I think it's, I mean the first movie is teetering on like a horror not horror movie but like it's he's he's it's more bit, sci-fi ish. Yeah. It's got a more sci-fi feel where the second one's like a this has the like. I mean, it, it it feels like this because that is what it is. It's a big budget action yeah. movie. I I think those uh, those movies work better action wise because James. I mean, the Terminator Two was the most expensive movie made at the time, and 
you can tell like he even then was still having to figure out ways to get what he wanted to do and that's why everything looks so good in that movie is because they had to still work around certain things but now like the cgi is good but it's a very cgi heavy movie so it doesn't hit as hard as t2 did um yeah the the story's not good but me and my brother talked about this terminator i'm surprised uh james cameron got a sequel out of that its premise doesn't really allow for much to continue this is t2 again it's it's literally the same movie again. Great. So it's it's the same exact plot. Well, I like T two. <laughs> so there you go. Let's see if it goes down just as smooth the second time. Uh, I'd say if you're a big fan of the original Terminators, go and see this movie. If you don't, if you've never seen them and have no interest in them, there's no reason to see this movie. You know, when you say that Linda Hamilton, like her coming back and like kind of like one note in her, like probably like more like prepared, edgy, like grown up, uh, like woman now or whatever. Like it kind of reminds me of. Like how the new Halloween last year like retconned everything before, just like this Terminator did, and then brought back Laurie Strode, like Jamie Lee Curtis, and she's just like an ultimate badass yeah. now, who's just like yeah. ready for the threat to return. That's what but it's pretty much is. one note the whole time. Uh, I wouldn't. I actually don't know. I wouldn't call Lynn Hamilton one note. She has a couple emotional things. They just don't give her much to do. She mostly plays the role of the badass, and that's about it. Well. All right. Well, she's pretty badass in Terminator too. So yeah. And I, I'm, I'm sure I'll probably enjoy it. Uh, I'm not gonna set my my expectations super high when I go see it because I'll inevitably go see it. Um, because you know it's a Terminator movie. I don't not see Terminator movies. <laughs> you know, that's just not something I do. Um, so. Well, I guess I mean to put it this way: the reviews, your review, my brother's reviews, uh, like like what I've heard is just it's way better than I thought it was going to be, having seen the trailer, <laughs> and going off of how the quality of the last few Terminator I'm movies. Going hunting. That corny ass song that was in the trailers, <laughs> the I'm going hunting or whatever. Spoiler: not in the movie. It's oh. really sad. <laughs> oh, what a gosh darn shame. Um, yeah, I'm I'm fine without that. Uh, but yeah, I guess that pleasantly surprised by the reaction of this movie. Yeah, I was, I was glad I saw it. It's a nice way to spend my Saturday. Moving on to recommendations. Probably. Yeah, all right, we're wrapping up. What, what do you guys think we're gonna be talking about next week? Uh, Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Disney Plus launches this week, guys. Oh, we'll get two episodes. Yeah. Man, I guess we'll, we'll. I mean, that's a big, big subject of content. Uh, God, just Disney so. Plus in general. Just what yeah. we're thinking of it. I guess. I guess I'm gonna have to watch the Mandalorian. Um, You're gonna have to, Brian. Maybe we might be talking about a little bit of Pokemon if I. Oh, I, of yeah. course. So Pokemon. Pokemon and Mandalorian. That's what you guys got for next week. Rick and Morty, Zach. I could probably talk about Rick and Morty. Yeah, Watchmen probably. We'll have another episode yeah. of Watchmen that airs tonight. I'm all caught up now. Caught yeah. up with Jake. We can We're give a little now. update every week now. We can stay on right. pace. Yeah. Premier television. Yeah. Heck Hold yeah. on. Great episode of Watchmen last week. Should I watch Watchmen? Should you watch I thought, the I thought Watchmen? You did watch Watchmen. Should I be watching the Watchmen? I thought we'd been watching. Did you, you read the book? Bo- I feel like we had this conversation before. Did you read the book? Yeah, I read the. Novel. So you did read the graphic novel. Yes. Then why would you not be watching the Watchmen? Because I was thinking about it, and then that dildo headline came up. I'm like, this might be the stupidest. All right, well, thing. I'll give you this: the the dildo's there for literally two seconds. That picture is all you see of it. She yeah. closes it and then goes has. I definitely would not. Uh, like judge the, sh- the whether or not to watch the show based on two seconds i don't mean that content pisses me off but just like in that inner that quote he gave it's like once you fuck god how could you Th- fuck it that is else? the I'm only like, his dick is normal size that's the only like, <laughs> but he's really good with i uh, never mind i'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna o- get into it but. that is the only like 
so far part of that show that's been kind of contrary it's to what the like, comics message was. It just feels like did this dude watch the show? I like his dick is normal size and the sex is terrible. He like, Damon I wouldn't say the sex was terrible. She was just mad that he seemed unfocused with it. Sex in, the in, sex, in Watchmen. The relationship We're was... referring to Lori Lori now see now I feel like I have to give context. I feel like Lori Lori and Doctor Manhattan who is the blue guy who can like make himself like many versions of himself and make himself as big or as small as He's he wants. God. Pretty much God. Uh, and She's got like a blue dildo now, like the older version of Lori, uh, to like, like replicate what it felt like to have sex with Doctor Manhattan. I guess it's Not- fucking huge and looks like a balloon animal. Like that doesn't look like a cock. <laughs> That was Jake laughing. I want everyone to know that that was not my donkey laugh. I laughed at the balloon. It looks like a fucking balloon. I'm like, this doesn't look like a penis, and his dick isn't this big. Besides recommending Dr. Manhattan's dildo, Brian, what else do you have to recommend? Uh, What I would like to recommend (laughs) is uh, Tim Rogers' uh, Kotaku. Uh, He did a review for Death Stranding on Kotaku. It's like an hour video. Really funny. Really, Really good, I think. I really enjoyed that review. Tim Rogers' Kotaku Death Stranding. I think that'll bring it up if you Google it. Zach, what do you recommend? Um, not really relevant, but I guess I, I don't really talk about it with anyone, so I might as well just put it out here. Uh, I've listened to a lot of Pearl Jam, and their first album, I believe it's called, <laughs> it's called Ten, yeah. came out like 1991 or something. So Epic. it's called like Ten, I think, their first album, and it's one of my favorite rock albums I've ever listened to. It's just been, I mean, I listened to it for the first time a few months ago, and it's just every single song on the album, like I added in, like they, any one of them comes up, and I'm like, like wow, love this song, like any song on the album. So that doesn't happen a lot with music, where like the whole album is just great. Uh, so I'd recommend the first Pearl Jam album. Okay, um, so I'll keep the music thing going. Uh, this past Friday, FK Twigs had her new album, Magdalene. The cover is horrifying. So if that scares you, try not to look at it while you listen to it. The music is not horrifying, but beautiful. Um, Cellophane, it came out as a single, the last song, is might be the most pretty song I've heard this year. Oh, Brian, do you have, a, have you listened to it yet? Am I reviewing that for E23 this yeah, week? You are, Am so I reviewing well. that for MUTV? <laughs> yeah, you are. Yeah, tune in to our show, MUTV. Follow us at MUTV. Missouri. Wait a minute. I, don't even, I never have to say it. Edu. I got railed last year multiple times for saying that wrong. MUTV. So. Missouri.edu. Yeah. So I recommend F, uh, FKA Twigs Magdalene. It is absolutely gorgeous. She, um, I like her old music, but vocally on this, it stands out. She's incredible. All right. Sick. That's it. Be kind to each other. Have a good one. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned. Tweet at us at content underscore cube on Twitter. Go deliver that cargo. Mistake I've made You can't be turned around I took the easy way out I took the easy way out
Stay.